having gratitude, prayer, uh, a shower, whatever, whatever went well that day, go over it, figure out what works for you. Because the fact of the matter is the only thing that you have control over during your day is how you start it and how you end it. Welcome to Elevate and Be Great podcast, where host Julian Bradley gathers amazing stories from entrepreneurs and thought leaders. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they've done to elevate and be great in their personal, professional, and spiritual lives. Our guests share what works, what they've tried that's failed. But best of all, you'll learn insights to take your life and business to the next level. Now, here's Julian Bradley, delivering you another great story. All right. So thank you for tuning in to Elevate and Be Great. I have my good friend uh, and colleague, Kevin Parker. I want to tell you a little bit about Kevin Parker's story. He is um, not only does he have a heart of gold, but he has determination and he has the attitude to win against all odds. And I think that when you want to elevate and be great, um, this is the kind of mentality that you need to have in order to succeed. So um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Kevin. So he's born and raised in New York. Uh, now he's in Staten Island, um, and uh, right now he is in the field of recovery coaching, drug intervention, family coaching, um, sober companionship, uh, nutritional coaching and fitness, because all of these things matter so much when you want to elevate and be great. Um, he's also in the neuroscience space, and um, over the past five years, he's been working um, in self-development uh, areas within the recovery fields and being an icon in those spaces and helping people um, really recover and regain their life and step up to the next level. And uh, as an adult, Kevin actually dealt with a lot of different things that were challenging, uh, major depression, anxiety, a drug addiction. And you know, for almost a decade, uh, it, it really took over his life and ran rampant. But now uh, it's amazing what he's actually been able to translate that that hurt and pain and actually into um big uh triumph not only in his life but also his life being a example of what other people can uh have in the same exact situation so um you know the crazy part is uh he actually almost had a uh overdose and he was reading read his last rites um and uh what actually was crazy he had a multi-organ failure and um he was actually completely dead the thing is um he was about to potentially lose all four limbs and uh he had to make a drastic change and after four months of praying fighting um and, and and really having uh belief in himself and belief in god um he walked out of the hospital with only one missing leg and he found a whole new appreciation for life some would say you came out with something less than you came in, but I think he came out with something even greater that God gave him a gift. And now he's able to connect and find new purpose and new meaning. And uh, today, Kevin travels the whole country helping uh, you know, men and women personally and professionally find their true warrior potential. And um, he has great techniques and strategies that I'm excited for him to share with you guys. And, um, you know, like I said, he, he wins against all odds and, uh, I'm happy to have him on this podcast. So thank you for being here, man. Oh, thank you for that lovely introduction, Julian. It's an absolute pleasure to be on this podcast, on this show, connecting with your audience. 
I mean, it's an absolute privilege. Anytime I get to share some time and synergy, synergistic uh, effects with you, it's always a good thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, you pretty much told all of it. Uh, I, I've had oh, a you over. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, you did my job from the get go. Uh, yeah, no, uh, all of that's very accurate. And I've, I've, I've been through a lot of trials and tribulations, but I realized what don't kill you makes you stronger. And I truly believe God turns your mess into your message and makes your biggest weaknesses into your biggest strengths. And that's really what he's been doing in my life. And I've been trying to share those gifts and those amazing blessings that I've experienced with other people, because there are so many people out there that are lost, that are tired of feeling broken, and then are just not in the right place, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I feel like it's my job. And the reason why I was saved was to help these people overcome these challenges. And uh, I really just dedicated my life to empowering people and showing them uh, what's really out there. That's amazing, man. Yeah. So tell me, tell me a little bit about your story. I, 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 um, I got to get chance to connect with you at Secret Knock, which is another amazing event. Um, and uh, we, I mean, obviously when I first connected with you, I could tell that you had a heart of gold and you were coming from an amazing space and you're creating transformation in people's lives. And I was like, wow. Um, you know, what, what was that like switch, right? When, when did that happen? What was going through your mind when you said, okay, I'm going to turn it around and now be a beacon for light and other people in my situation? Well, it's a great question. Uh, I think my whole life, I was trying to turn it around. I just didn't have the strength or the willpower to do so. But when I woke up from that coma, and I looked my mother in the eyes. And when I seen I did her, I mean, she looked like she aged 10 years since the last time I seen her. And at that point, I realized that I had to turn things around, if not for me, for the people that I loved. And uh, ever since that moment, I've been fighting and clawing and battling my way back to life to create a life that I truly love to live. Uh, it wasn't always easy. It wasn't always uh, teddy bears and rainbows. But... Uh, everything that I went through really developed me into who I am today. And it gave me the life experiences to relate and empathize with people that are struggling. See, uh, it's crazy how the bad days in your life, the times that you feel the most hopeless are usually the most important days of your life. Because if you would have asked me what I was sitting, I just woke up from a three week coma that I was having a good day. I would have not have told you so. <laughs> I was very, very upset. I was very scared. I didn't know what to expect. But looking back, uh, it was probably the greatest day of my life because it, it gave me back my life. It gave me a second chance. And it gave me an understanding of how precious life is and how valuable it is to actually be able to love and connect with the people that you care about the most. I felt that. I felt that, man. Um... So, I mean, it's so crazy that sometimes what we find is the contrast that God gives us is sometimes what we view as negative. And um, I want everyone on this, uh, who's listening to this podcast to understand that we need to have contrast in our life to figure out exactly what we do want. And um, we shouldn't run away from that contrast. And I think you've done an amazing job of actually like, taking that contrast that most people would say, oh, you're not having the best day and not having the best year and say, no, this is actually the best thing that ever happened to me. And, you know, for these reasons, right? Because you're telling the story. 
Um, and when I get to talking about telling the story, um, what would you say to somebody who um, is having trouble really telling their story? Not necessarily as from like a pitch and marketing perspective, but actually from um, the stories that they're telling themselves are limiting them. And they're not maybe only hurting themselves, but they're hurting their relationships. And uh, I'm sure you see this in um, the recovery uh, sector a lot, but it comes down to stories, right? And, and other things. So what are some of the stories, what, what would you say to someone who um, is necessarily struggling to uh, write a positive story in their life and how they could reframe that? Well, it's a great question because our lives are determined by the choices that we make. And one of the greatest choices you're ever going to make is the story that you tell about yourself. See, I could sit back and I could tell my story in that I was a bullied, depressed, agnostic little kid that was scared, alone, didn't feel loved, was completely hopeless, uh, that didn't have God in his life, that uh, always felt weak and unimportant and unworthy, uh, that became a drug addict. And winded up letting everybody down and um, destroying every opportunity and eventually ending up in a coma and losing his leg and becoming disabled and feeling half the man that he used to be and uh, really not feeling like he fit in anywhere. Mm. I could tell that story, but how empowering would that be? I, I, I and you like have the choice. You have the choice to tell yourself what story you want to say. So that is a true story. That yeah. is definitely my story from a specific lens. Mm -hmm. But the story that I tell myself is a story of overcoming. See, as a kid, I came from a broken family. I moved into a house that uh, a kid my age was physically, mentally, emotionally abusing me, did not want me there. And I battled every single day to fit in, to get stronger, to get good at sports, to find my place in this world. And for many years, I didn't feel it. Uh, unfortunately, I leaned to drugs to numb those pains, to fill those voids. And I didn't have God. I felt like there was a black cloud over my head and that everything bad happened to me and a poor me, the woes were me. But you know what? God uses these things. God doesn't waste pain. That's one of the most smartest things I've ever heard. God never wastes pain. He used all that pain for me to find him. So I was, I was a very stubborn person. I didn't believe in anything and I had to go through it. And I felt like I was all alone in this world and I used drugs as comfort, but you know what? It got to the point where I was so lost. He showed me how lost I was. I ended up in a coma. I had a profound experience in this coma where I felt the presence of God. And when I woke up, I knew there was more than what I had. And although I was in a bad state, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I knew there was a light. I knew I had to taste that because I felt it. And for that very moment, I did everything I can to get closer to God, to have more impact, to resonate, relate, and have a purpose and a burning desire in me that was going to change the world. Now, I may have lost my leg. I may not have had feeling in my hand. I may have multi-organ damage, almost brain dead, all of these things, but it showed me how strong I was. I took all that adversity. I used it as rocket fuel to propel an, a, a, an inspiration and a motivation in me like I've never seen before. I went on a spiritual journey to find God. And let me tell you, I went this way, every single way, but straight. 
And, uh, you know, I just landed in his arms and it was just one of the most amazing, accepting, gracious feelings in my life. Uh, I went the same thing. I went in zigzag patterns to find my purpose. But sure enough, I found who I was supposed to serve, who I was supposed to help, who I was supposed to take care of in this world, what my God-given purpose was. And my life is so impactful. I went from broken to badass. And I can't even describe how amazing that feels. So I'm thankful for every single bad day I had, every rainy day, every single day the clouds were over my head because it made me who I am today. And I am now a one-legged warrior who can do absolutely anything. See, same story, different, different way told. One's so much more empowering. And I felt that each, I felt each one. You know, it's crazy um, when I think about sometimes the stories that we tell ourselves, we get overwhelmed and overwhelmed can sometimes feel like a wet blanket and um, it's heavy, it's uncomfortable. Um, but when you have awareness and address where you are and love where you are at any stage or where you are and understand that God loves you unconditionally at any stage where you are and he will meet you where you are and help you get to wherever you want to go. Oh man, that feeling, I'm getting goosebumps even talking about it just because I want everyone who's listening to experience this if they haven't had this uh, experience. And it all comes from what I find, what I think, I mean, you could tell me a little bit about what you think about this, but I think that this really comes down to uh, creating the space, right? I think what happened with you, just like with me and every other person, sometimes we do things to the point where the universe gives us uh, experience or something to tell us to slow down, to, to breathe, right? To be present and to listen to where you have to go next, who you have to talk to next, where you have to go. And it, and it comes through you, but until you take a step back or create that space, because sometimes, like, for example, if you're in a recovery space, if you don't take that space, the, the Lord's going to help you with that space, right? And depending on how, um, you know, how far you go, you might not come back from being able to have that space, right? Uh, in, the, in the physical realm, let's just say that, right? So um, that's amazing. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Creating space um, and uh, having that space help you elevate to that next level. See, I, I, you know, I, I certainly believe in God. I mean, whatever you believe in the universe, God, whatever the mm -hmm. case may be, it is absolutely 100%. That's the plan. I mean, you have to create space for that because it's not a forceful energy. It's not like, I'm going to make you do this. It lets you do what you have to experience to learn the lessons on your own, let you fall on your face. But when you ask for help or you ask for guidance, you ask for strength and you pray to, to that power, I mean, it lifts you up. It's like having the best armor in the planet going into war. You don't want to go to war by yourself. You want to have the biggest, baddest person in this whole universe on your side. And that's what God does for you. And that's what the universe does for you when you have that, when you have that presence. But it's not going to force you into it. You have to open yourself up for that. You have to give yourself the space to accept that, to love it, to feel it, to have that relationship. I don't believe in religion. I believe in relationship. Everything, even when we have between human beings, it's the same thing with God or the universe. You have to have a relationship with it. And that's how you really magnify the strength and the power 
of that force. I like that. Mm. I do. So some of the things that you're doing right now, um, like I said, you're becoming an icon in the recovery uh, space and you're really just helping a lot of people in different ways. I know you're, you're a speaker, you're also an author. Um, tell me about your journey of becoming an author, what your, what your book's about, um, and uh, you know a little bit about that journey. Well, if you'd like to really get an in-depth look at it, this is a little plug right here, but this is my book, Winning Against All Odds by Kevin Parker, Discovering the True Worry Within. You can find it on Amazon. It's on Kindle, uh, paperback, and Audible for those who don't like to read or like to listen to books. I like both, whatever's more convenient. But uh, it's definitely been a journey. Uh, If you would have asked me 10, 15 years ago, would I be helping people get off of drugs and create a life they were truly designed to live? I would have laughed right in your face and told you that you were out of your mind. Uh, 20 years ago, I was a drug dealer. That's how I was making my money because I was an addict myself. And that was the realm I was in. But I feel like God spun it around and turned my biggest weaknesses into my biggest strengths. And I would have never known. I mean, this was totally out of my realm. Even when I was a worker, I was a construction worker. I was worked with my hands. But, you know, this, uh, this right here is my souvenir from all the bad mistakes that I made my prosthetic leg. So construction was out of sight and uh, I had to learn to use other gifts and anybody that has a business out there and is failing, or I encourage you to keep on going because nobody can stop somebody that keeps getting back up. You know, you're always going to fail your way to success. That's how I went. I'm the biggest failure you ever meet, but I fail fast. I fail often, but I keep failing forward. (laughs) You ain't never going to knock me down. You might, but I'm going to get right back up yeah. and I'm going to keep going in the same direction. I mean, I'm, I'm thick headed. So I learned all of my valuable lessons through mistakes. Uh, I, I learned sometimes from coaching and from mentors and everything. And it saves me years and years and many mistakes, but I've learned my way through failure. Uh, but if you're passionate, if you've got a strong enough reason why, nothing will ever stop you or put you off course. And when I realized that God's purpose for me was to help save people from addiction, from that slavery of that horrible, horrible disease. Uh, I know why I wake up in the morning. I know why I do the hard days, the hard nights, the, 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 the really hard conversations, people crying in my arms, having families falling apart, trying to put them back together, getting three o'clock in the morning phone calls. I know why I do those things because it's worth it. Because if I could save one person, one family from going through what I went through and I put my whole family through, then everything I've ever been through was all worth it. And I don't even see it as a collective. I see it as one person. If I can change that one life, everything I went through was worth it. And when you find a purpose that really sets you on fire like that, uh, it doesn't matter how hard it gets. It doesn't matter what trials and tribulations in your way. You'll find a way. You need to know the why and the what. And you'll figure out the how. Uh, that next step will always be illuminated for you. You just need to know the next step. So anybody going through those challenges, I actually was so stubborn. I didn't even want to go into the recovery field because I knew how difficult it was. I wanted to be a doctor. I went back to school after, uh, after my accident. And uh, I went back to school to be a doctor. 
Uh, I got straight A's in college. Then I realized I didn't want to work for somebody else. And I also didn't want to go to school for 10 years. So I want to, and I want to work for myself and I want to help and, and impact people's lives. And I kind of just fell into it. There was really no way around it. I mean, uh, I was just destined to do this and I really, really resonate. And I relate to people in this, in these, in these situations. And uh, I think I'd be doing the world a disservice if I didn't help people with addiction. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Um, and I'm grateful that you chose the harder path, the, the path of um, what seems to be at first resistance because maybe of the stories originally that you're telling yourself until you re, re uh, uh, you know, told the story in, in the better way that helped empower you to become a, a leader in this space. So I'm grateful for you. I know a lot of people um, who are going to be able to listen to this um, either know someone in a similar situation or are in that situation themselves right now. And where I'm telling you, wherever you are right now, it is okay. We're here, okay. we're here to elevate and be great, right? And um, we're doing this all together. And the idea is to um, elevate our consciousness and increase our awareness and just increase our happiness. And, um, you know, if, Kevin is one of the happiest people I know and um, it exudes for him. I think that a lot of times when we get in these cycles, um, we can get in cycles of negativity or frustration because necessarily we're not exactly where we want. And I think that you are doing a great job of, you know, helping people with strategic steps, especially in your book um, and the things that you do to actually go that small step at a time and start getting momentum um, so that you can start elevating the game, right? So I just wanted to add something to that. I mean, you're absolutely mm -hmm. right. It is okay to be in that position because addiction is not biased. It's not racist. You could be of any color, of any socioeconomic background. You could be a doctor, a lawyer, a, a, a priest, uh, a coach, a sports player, a bum. It doesn't matter. You could be absolutely anybody. Addiction affects everyone. And it doesn't make you a bad person. It consumes you. But when you get that out of your life and you find a new purpose, you get to be transformed into the person you are. I've known so many amazing people that their whole lives fell apart because of drugs. I mean, they became somebody completely different. And maybe that might be somebody that you know, or maybe yourself. And I would love to help you break free from the chains of addiction and truly become the person you were designed to be. Because when you taste that, when you feel that moment you wake up in the morning and you have the freedom of choice. Let me tell you, you don't know freedom until you're a slave to addiction until wow. you wake up every single morning and your choices are made for you. Your cravings decide how you act, how you work, how you live, how you respond to everything. And when you get out of that, it is a whole new world. Yes. So um, yeah, I really, really just encourage anybody that's struggling and if you know anybody that's struggling to go get the help that you need, because I mean, it's a game changer. Speaking of um, game changers and small steps, um, I know you do things consistently to consistently elevate and be great um, in your personal life and professional life. What are some of the things as far as routines that um, have made a big impact in your life to help you elevate and be great? Excellent. Well, one of the most important things that I always talk to all of my clients and I um, 
partake in myself is bookending your days, having a routine in the morning and having a routine in the night, having a specific way you wake up in the morning, whether it be a gratitude list, exercise, prayer, meditation, uh, shower, drinking a tall glass of water. I mean, I have all those things in my morning routine because, and then at nighttime, writing down the to-do list for the next day, having gratitude, prayer, uh, a shower, whatever, whatever went well that day, go over it, figure out what works for you. Because the fact of the matter is the only thing that you have control over during your day is how you start it and how you end it. Mm. Everything that happens in the middle and there's a lot of variables that come in, but you have absolute control of how you wake up and how you go to bed. And the good thing about that is if you control that slowly but surely, they start to manifest into the rest of your day and you start taking back your day and having a strategic game plan, how to take over, overcome and be unstoppable. Another big thing is I'm huge into prayer and meditation. I feel like prayer is you speaking to your higher power and meditation is when you're listening, getting quiet and really getting those messages. Uh, it's absolutely empirical. Uh, another really big thing that I think uh, is to work off of lists because there's something empowering about crossing something off a list or having an objective game plan in front of you on how you're going to go about the day. Because if you have it just running around in your head, it's just an abstract idea. But if you put it down on paper, it's a plan. And you can objectively go. Another big thing. Um, so, oh, affirmations and vision boards. Uh, I think they're absolutely huge. I, I can't stress enough that what you uh, consume visually, auditorily, the things that you say to yourself manifest into your life, uh, however you splice it. Uh, the things that you see, the things that you hear, things that you say to yourself become reality. I mean, it's the power of the word. It's one of the most powerful things in this whole world. Uh, the things that you see, that's why I would suggest cutting out garbage content, garbage news, all the things that make you feel negative and bad because it just has a negative connotation to your life. And it really just consumes you in a bad way. Uh, I don't even have TV in my house. Um, I just watch educational things, sometimes comedy and movies, but I don't watch, I don't watch the news. I don't do any of that because it just puts me in a bad programming. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's really just uh, monitoring what you put into your mind in, in all through all your senses, through your touch, whether that be physical uh, intimacy, uh, with your vision, what you see, what you hear, what you say, all of those things are really, really powerful. And lastly is taking care of yourself physically with health as far as what you put in your, in your, put in your body and the exercise that you do. Because exercise is training for, the, for the, the body, the machinery that you have to work this magical place that we call life. And what you consume, what you eat, you become. So you should be giving yourself the best freaking ingredients to have the strongest body, the most effective mind that you could possibly put forth. And if you can implement those five or six things that I just ran through, your life will never be the same. It will be a game changer. Your life will change before your eyes. I can personally attest to that too as well. Um, those things that you mentioned, um, I've been practicing those for past last 10 years that's why you're a superstar <laughs> it changes you it really yeah. does it changes your chemistry of your brain it changes the way you re respond not re and react too 
because um, I find that a lot of times people are reacting to their day rather than responding. And when you have, um, like what you said, uh, those rituals in place, I love how you said it. It, it kind of, at first you start off and really control the ends of the days and then it just starts to creep in. And next thing you know, you have yeah. control of your days. And when you have control of your days, you have control of your weeks. When you have control of your weeks, you have control of your months. Mm. And then it's, now it's easier to create massive um, gains because now you're not looking at the, you know, the, the, the calendar and be like, oh my gosh, three, four months went by. And I didn't really write down any of my goals. I, I wasn't really intentional about the, the things that I wanted or the actions that I needed to take in order to get those things. And um, I think when we have that self-reflection also is super important. That's like you said, every single day, figuring out what worked, what didn't work. How can you improve a little bit more? Being grateful. Um, all of these things that you mentioned are super powerful. Um, I know we're coming up towards near the top of the hour and I, and, um, I just wanted to uh, ask you, what, if you were to go back in time um, to when you were struggling, what would you say to yourself? So that's a, that's a difficult question because uh, it was a multi-component to that. I, uh, I would have been more forgiving. Um, I would have been more forgiving to other people. See, my, my story was when I was two years old, my, my father cheated on my mother. My mother was pretty much homeless. She started dating a man who is now my stepfather, wonderful, fabulous man. But he had two sons and his youngest son was two years old, the same age as me. But unfortunately, he got attacked by a wolf at two years old and it completely mutilated his face, ripped off his scalp and even took one of his ears. And from this, the kid was very scared, very confused, very angry and felt different than all the other little kids that had normal faces. And when I came into his house as a quote unquote perfect little boy, he hated that I was going into this into his house with his father and taking any kind of attention from him and being a part of this family so I was not wanted so he physically mentally and emotionally abused me every chance that he could and I thought he was the devil growing up and I, and I hated his guts because he hated me for coming in there and I think that energy of me hating him for what he did just multiplied the punishment and the torture that went on for years and years and years. And as an adult, you know, hindsight is 2020. I understand why he did that. I understand why he acted like that. And if I would have just showed a little compassion, if I would have just showed a little love and understanding and been there for him more as a young kid, it might've softened him up and created a better relationship and changed his life for the better growing up because he became a major drug addict, went to jail, did all these things. I mean, his life went in shambles as well. And I could have saved his life and I could have saved my life by just being a little more compassionate as a young little boy. And I maybe wouldn't have been so hard on myself and filled these voids of not being loved, not feeling good enough, not feeling wanted with drugs, opposed to being able to lead with the heart being more compassionate, more loving, more understanding, because love conquers all, man. It really does. It's a such a cliche thing to say, but it really does. You know, love your enemies because it's like pouring hot coals on their head. Uh, because, you know, if somebody's loving up on you and you're being mean to them, 
who feels bad in that eventually yeah. it's going to, it's going to rub over. It's like, wow, I'm a real jerk, you know? Uh, but if you react, if you react instead of respond with love, uh, it just multiplies, multiplies and magnifies the situation. So uh, obviously I was a young kid and I didn't understand these things, but if I can speak to my two, three, four, five-year-old self, I would tell myself to just lead with the heart and be more compassionate and loving because uh, love conquers everything. I think a lot of people needed to hear that uh, for a couple of reasons. I don't, I just want to, I just want to take a step back and say, um, if you're having hurt right now, because of someone else, I encourage you to um, forgive them and forgive yourself because the, the longer you hold on to that, it, it creates other issues and other categories of your life. And um, it's so powerful when you lead with love and when you uh, reach out and extend your hands for understanding um, and compassion, a lot more opportunities come from about rather than um, the other side, which would be closed off and, um, you know, that inner hatred, that inner anger, we hold on to that. And as a vibrational being, we can only emit the same, emit the vibration that um, we want to get in the future. So by law of just energy, we're only going to experience more of that hatred, more of that anger, and we're going to bring more people into our lives who highlight the exact thing that we're fearing because that's our focus. And when you switch your focus to love and switch your focus to healing, that same energy that um, you were mentioning before that can come out and just like really just heal people, heal relationships, that is what it's all about. And um, a lot of people uh, can really use the stories that you've said, the, the tips that you said to really elevate and be great in their lives. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, so where can they find you? Where can they find you, man? Excellent. So uh, if you'd like to read my book, you can you can find it on Amazon. It's called Winning Against All Odds. I spoke about that. My name is Kevin Paul. Uh, I'm from Staten Island, New York. You can reach out to me on Facebook, uh, Instagram. I'm one-legged underscore warrior. Uh, be happy to DM me or follow me, follow me on this journey. Or you can go on my website at truewarriorsuccess.com or kevinparkerspeaks.com, same, same website. And uh, finally, you can reach me at email at kevin at truewarriorsuccess.com, all of which I'll respond, all of which I love to interact with people. If there's any way that I can help you or add value to your life, I'm absolutely here. You know, I'm in this world to serve, to add value, and to bring happiness, love, and joy to everybody that I come across. So I just really want to thank you, Julie, from the bottom of my heart, having me on your uh, platform, uh, connecting with your audience, helping you and helping your audience in any way that I can. It's really, truly an honor and a blessing. Uh, it's always a pleasure. And I just want to thank you very much for having me as well. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your gifts and your blessings. And thank you for being a blessing. And um, everyone out there who's listening, continue to elevate and be great. Let's get yeah. it. <laughs>Thank you for listening to another episode of Elevate and Be Great, the podcast. Don't forget to go follow us wherever you listen to podcasts.
While you're at it, check out our YouTube channel and TikTok, where you will be able to find behind-the-scenes video footage from our podcast episodes. Also, please give us some feedback by rating this podcast as it allows us to help create better episodes for you every week. See you next time.